You're listening to Radio Free Edville. It's Edville on the radio for free. I'm Roy Thomas Padgham, and this is your Edville Gazette for Friday, August 21st. Free Brigitte, saucy German boar in crosshairs, world on edge, by Edna Farmer. Teufelsee Lake. Well, we all had a good chuckle from the antics of the nudist and the boar, didn't we? If you ask me, the story had a lovely midsummer symmetry. Boar steals computer. Funny naked man gives chase. Pictures go viral. People forget their worries, momentarily. But now, alas, Gazette readers are beside themselves with worry now that the Grunwald Forestry Commission has issued a license to cull Brigitte, which is what they've nicknamed the Sassy Sow. And just when you think the German authorities might be a little sheepish about using a macabre death euphemism, by golly, we hear that the pilfering porker is not to be shot dead, poor thing, but primarily taken. Is it me, or did it just get mighty chilly in here? The details don't really matter much, do they? There are always 101 reasons to cull wild animals who lose their fear of humans. We saw that with those cute black bears at the Evville dump a few years back, and the snapping turtles down Hunt Road. And also, with those famous ladies out in Millbrook, who protect the feral cats. What matters is that the authorities appear to be too dense to appreciate the god-awful optics of killing an animal now beloved the world over. And anyway, where are the nudists in all this? Why don't they pull on some trousers and speak up? Now, I'm not one to generalise, but the fact that no one in the Brothers Grimm Forestry Commission has suggested a B-plan in which Brigitte is spared, reinforces the stereotype that Germans have altogether too little imagination, which may explain why they're always going around naked, come to think of it. Pains me to say this about anyone, but there it is. Farmer. Little Lake patrons enjoy a nice splash by Edna Farmer. Little Lake. As regular Gazette readers will know, Crami Township Council voted in June to run a behavioural psychology experiment on the shores of Little Lake by locking down the public beach but leaving open the adjacent boat launch. They adopted this bold policy after running an online survey that returned 23 votes in favour of closing the beach and 15 against. Then, on July 28th, in an even more brazen move to demonstrate that the law of unintended consequences does not apply to the greater Edville area, the council voted to maintain the status quo, beach closed, ramp open, even though their own staffers had warned that the Little Lake boat launch area is more dangerous now than it was prior to installing the fence due to the amount of people wanting to access that area, which is still open. Well, I went round to the beach on the weekend with my friend Abigail and her mutt Reggie, and no sooner did we arrive than we saw a couple of handsome young men all puffed up like roosters and scrapping about who was in whose way. They had rippling abs and some very nice tattoos, and they both had young kids too. Now, these dads didn't actually come to fisticuffs, but feathers were ruffled, voices were raised, and truth be told, there were moments when they were not socially distancing in a council-approved manner, to say nothing of their speaking moistly. It was quite a to-do. 
These days, as the summer draws to a close, you might occasionally see a few outlaw families or renegade youths lurking in small groups behind the fence on the beach proper, where they give every appearance of being sensible people capable of following pandemic protocols. But thankfully, most visitors to Little Lake remain law-abiding and determined to adhere to township rules, boating and floating in large numbers right there at the launch ramp, breaking protocol to argue and brawl only when it's absolutely necessary. Badger. Backyard floods bring opportunity. By Dick Badger. Brighton. Well, I took this snapshot down at my bud Dougie's last summer, when Lake Ontario flooded his backyard and dozens of fat carp showed up just to remind us that the fish you want are not always the fish you get. So Dougie and all his neighbours laid in sandbags as best they could, you can see them there, top right, and held special men's group meetings about challenges, like how the fuck do you mow your lawn when it's under two feet of lake water and full of fat carp? So this summer, there's been no flooding, which is lucky. But even if there was, there's no town money for flood prevention, according to the mayor. Which means that private companies are stepping in to sell people temporary pop-up flood control systems that are easier on the back than all those fucking sandbags. Which is great, but it got the guys thinking. Instead of carp, we could stock our backyards with game fish and run shoreline B&Bs and make a killing off tourists who don't own boats and don't know anything about fish anyway. Or better yet, this is my idea, we could make the whole experience like bird watching and serve wine and cheese and those little sandwiches with no crusts. And when the fat carp splash up, we can say, ooh, there goes a nice sturgeon, or I've never seen such a large mackerel. Wouldn't cost us a cent. Brilliant. Climate Change Wreaking Havoc on Little Lake Shoreline by Bertie Bertram Edville I have to tell you, it's not easy persuading my editorial colleagues to get on board with climate change delirium, which I naturally support. Extreme weather is both an existential threat to all life on Earth and a surefire way to convert normal people into anxious gazette readers. But Dick says talk of global warming has been the kiss of death for our circulation numbers in the past, since most of our readers have real problems to deal with, particularly when they're freezing their asses off nine months a year, as he puts it. Yet when I see the little lake shoreline receding to the point where old Mr. Tinker's floating dock is beached, high and dry on his back 40, like the carcass of an endangered right whale, I feel I have a duty to sound the alarm and say, hey people! Wake up. Rising sea levels threaten us, even here in Edville. <coughs> Lumber Shortage Hamstrings Home Builders by Dick Badger Edville, it's been such an oddball summer in so many ways, hasn't it? You look around and you see lots of new building sites and people excited to be putting up their dream homes where their trailers and outhouses used to stand and you think, damn right, that's progress. But once the foundation's poured, you're totally fucked because there's a lumber shortage, like we're living in the Soviet Union or someplace. And even when you manage to get your hands on some SPF, spruce pine fir, it's going to cost you eight to ten grand extra for your one little house, like you're building your dream home out of tortoise shell and gold flake. 
So assuming that no one will be able to afford to frame their houses until next spring, the Feds are considering a new homeowner's relief program to convert all these new foundations into skating rinks. You won't be able to watch hockey in your new dream home, but you'll be able to play a little shinny. Public health authorities railed by behaviour of strip club patrons by Edna Farmer. Toronto. Well now, officials in the big city are reporting that 550 people who visited the Brass Rail Strip Club, people, mind you, have been exposed to COVID. So now they're telling those self-same people to isolate for two weeks, just in case. Who could these people possibly be? Preschool teachers? Synchronized swimming coaches? The local quilters guild? Hardly. But it gets even better. According to the club's own press release, the club is cooperating with public health officials to see that appropriate physical distancing measures are followed. Goodness, yes. Anyone packed into a club by the hundreds to see naked ladies dancing during a pandemic is surely observing appropriate physical distancing measures. Forget about the lockdown. The city is going to grind to a halt because so many of its hedge fund managers and stockbrokers and salesmen and personal trainers and construction foremen and transit drivers and who knows who else will be calling in sick for two weeks with earaches and sprained ankles. And none of these people will be the ladies themselves, by golly, who are wearing nothing but face masks and surely grinning behind them. (coughs) I'm Roy Thomas Padgham. And this has been your Edville Gazette for Friday, August 21st. Join us again next week.